Welcome back to Real Estate Realities. This is Emil Zraylove with Dylan Tanaka, David Sobel, and Nancy Phillips. Yeah, hey. Good morning. Good morning, morning everyone. Doing? I'm doing good, man. We're I don't know how my 401k is doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, how what's going on, Emil, in the market today? Stock markets. Um, well, you know, recovering to, uh, you know, recovered on Friday by a couple hundred points, yeah. uh, you know. Lost thirteen hundred points, which thirteen hundred fifty points almost uh, over the th- uh, Wednesday and Thursday. But you know, just it's a big number. But when you think of the size, you know, you're talking about twenty, you know, twenty six thousand coming down from that. You know, the per- if you look at it on a percentage basis, it's only a three to four percent correct. You know, four. So how does it affect you and your business? So you know, for us, I hate to cut you off, but just yeah. how does it affect your business? No, it, you know, listen. Anytime, you know, anytime the stock market does bad usually it means good things for rates you know but we're in we're in a territory right now where you know even you know we've got earnings season coming out Uh there's a lot of variables a lot of moving pieces also the economy is in a position where it's never been you know they look at these cycles they look at cycles and we really don't have historical data uh, we're we're in a new cycle. Actually. We're in a new cycle. Yeah, yeah we're in an uncharted cycle, waters. The, the, the markets, uh, the properties are shifting, shifting, yeah. correcting. So I mean, you know, the I, I heard an interesting saying yesterday about the stock market that you know, when the when the market falls like this, it's usually an elevator, like it's going down an elevator. But when to, to, for the market to come back up, you know, it takes. It's right. a climb in the stairs. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's the exact like opposite that. with interest rates. You know, interest rates can go up so quickly. Right. You know, and for us, the interest rate elevator, and you know, and when they the good news comes, you know, when the bad news in the market hits, it takes yeah. forever for rates to catch up. But what what it really does is, I mean, I was just listening to something yesterday. I listened to we all listen to podcasts, etc. It, it does affect home sales. And so just recently, I think the property values, uh, the corrected prices uh, for listing prices went down by 17%, mm-hmm. the national average. So, you know, uh, people had to readjust their asking price because people can't, you know, buyers cannot afford these higher prices at the higher rates. So that's yeah. what happens with when rates go up, right? Absolutely. So Affordability gets cut for right. everybody, you yeah. know, I mean, in every across every uh, market segment, mm-hmm. you know, not just first-time buyers, but, you know, interest rates, they drive your payment up. It's all a math formula and mm-hmm. debt-to-income ratios, and um, affordability does, you know, it does tighten up. Yeah, you get a lot of people who are trying to, um, you know, get their loans done quickly. That's why it's better to lock in, etc. up front. I tell you, you know, yesterday I had a closing, and the buyers locked in uh-huh. on a 15-year mortgage at just under 4% couple months ago uh-huh. and today that rate would cost you probably three to four points hmm. on a 15 year so that's huge because yeah. you're talking about a six hundred thousand dollar mortgage i mean that could be a let's just if they paid that if, if that rate lock expired that would have cost somebody 25 grand but see here it doesn't affect everybody like dylan is all cash yeah well that's or when or, i grow up i want to be dylan yeah we all do. I, I at least want to have a little bit more. <laughs> would like to keep all my hair, but um, no. But Dylan, it's either all cash or it's um, uh, transactions that are, you know, seller creative financing and yep. everything like that. It's so I had a friend that that, that listens to our show, mm-hmm. and he actually called me and said, you know, we were Dylan and I were talking about it in the I'm hall. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> well, no, no, no. 
they're Did not that I'm no, a friend. No, that somebody's listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what caught me off guard. So, um, no, and he, he, you know, he brought up, he found an opportunity um, yeah. for to acquire a property, and but he needs rehabilitation funds for it, uh-huh. and uh, you know, it's in Detroit, and you know, everything's hot down there right now. And literally, I mean, there are people stealing furnaces. And <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's back I mean, on the right. Air conditioning, right? It's, it's it a big deal. How do you deal with that, Dylan? Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not a, you a Detroit to specific. You the property. I, oh, I yeah. know what they do. I mean, they, they go and they when they have the inspection, they're ready to go. They'll never, they don't have the furnace or any no. of the mechanicals in the property. That goes into the very end. It goes to the very end. Or they Literally actually the last put day. it in. These larger homes, they put it in yep. and then they take it out. Yep. They do They'll get the inspection, the they'll remove it, and then put it back in before the homeowner or the tenant oh, goes in. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll hire, you know, you some people hire to sleep, to sleep in the property. In the property. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. They have some system called DOGS. It's D-A-W-G-S. I'm not sure if that's like the metal gates or there's all kinds of new security systems, especially with all the cellular going on. Sure. So you can have a camera that's just sitting there now. It's not connected to anything. It's got mm-hmm. its own cell phone. Oh. Built into Which, it, yeah. what are you going to do if you're in Bloomfield and <laughs> yeah. somebody's breaking into your Detroit home? You're going to run right. down there, you're going to call <laughs> you the police. can't call Detroit right. police. Good that. luck. I mean, I've had that. I've had furnace um, properties in East Point, actually. Sure. That, oh, yeah. You know, they steal the furnace. The, uh, the city's cabinets. bordering Detroit right now. I mean, you, you see it on the news. There's there's things kind of yeah. escalating again. You know what's really helped, too, is they put, you know, they, they passed a law that mm-hmm. scrappers had mm-hmm. to identify almost like a pawn shop. Yeah. Sure. If somebody's coming to you with, you know, forty pounds of copper pipe. Right. Hey, where'd you get this? Sure. For David Sobel's house. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. No, no. I mean, it's it's a challenge, right? Hey, man. Even out in the burbs, we got a guy that comes by a garbage day. Yeah. There's a guy come back with an open bed, you know, uh, dumpster truck, and you know, I threw out I, I threw out a barbecue. I threw out one of those. Uh, we had um, one of those heating lamps that got knocked over by a windstorm and. So I'm like, you know, put it to the curb, and that guy was there. Oh yeah, I mean, day, night before I helped him load it in his truck. Yeah, but the commodity Barbie, market, barbecue, yeah. isn't the commodity market for copper and stuff, it's down, way so down. Yeah. It used to be the like appeal. I think a penny a pound for um, for steel, a right. penny a pound. Right. So that's what they're going after now. Right. Well, I actually have a good story. Sure. About machining them. First of all, I'd never heard that term. My husband explained it to me. Um. I don't know where it came. It's an East Side term, I guess. But Aiton Shaner was the Sheeny man when I was growing up. Yeah, but we were um, living in Long Beach, California at the time. I was pregnant, and our trash would go out every Tuesday night, every Wednesday morning. You know, Les would put it out every Wednesday morning at about 5 a.m. This huge group of Vietnamese would take either side of the street. They were so loud because, first of all, they were speaking in Vietnamese, which would wake me up, and then crashing of the cans because they were looking for cans, for metal, for all that stuff. Mm. I will go to my grave remembering Wednesday mornings at 5 a.m. how loud they were. Right. We just have raccoons in my house. Yeah. We, have pla- <laughs> we have plastic garbage cans out right. in the burbs. Well, yeah, now, I mean, but I often think about it. It's like... That was horrible. Why weren't the cops stopping them? First of all, 5 a.m., hello. Yeah, but they don't even, the police don't even care about, like, if you're an investor and you put stuff in and you make a report, good luck with that. Bad business decision. (laughs) I've had had homes out in the suburbs where we've, a couple years ago, marketing the house. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have an idea of who took a, a bunch of cabinets, brand new cabinets. Uh, oh brand new kitchen. I think you, you don't remember that. Yeah. And um, 
you know, so you got to really be careful. In fact, I just had somebody uh, talk to me about selling a property, and they oh in Lansing, East Lansing, and they were using a you know those. Uh, listing companies, mm-hmm. but they don't have a realtor, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he doesn't even live in state. Yeah, he limited doesn't live service. in state, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm going to just have you know, I'll have the tenant show it." I'm like, "What are you going to do when the tenant's not there?" Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I guess I can still let him in." I'm like, "No, you can't because <gasps> you're going to be liable. You have no idea who you're dealing with. That's why you have to have, I believe, yeah. if you're out of state, especially have a good realtor, absolutely, or a good representative." But you, you know, know that, that happens a lot. Some parts of uh, East Lansing, I had a client that bought a house for their kids. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll just we'll rent it out until they're ready to use it. Right. Well, guess what? Right. Owner-occupied only in uh-huh. some parts of East Lansing. Oh, Is that yeah. right? Yeah. There's restrictions. You can't. Yeah, because they don't deed want. Deed restrictions, right? Right. Yeah, there's deed restrictions. Because there's so many be. students. There's so much rentals already. Right. That, okay. you know, yeah, they, they won't allow more. A lot of cities have uh, disallowed new rental licenses. Uh-huh. On, yeah. on uh, regular residential, homes. so they love it anyway. Now too, their kids, their kids are like you know, uh, sophomore and a senior in college, yeah. and and they're big Michigan State football people. So now they just got a place to crash yeah, there, a place to go up to. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, we talk about rentals. I mean, we, this is a real estate investment type show, right? Yeah. For real estate investors, but for those who are just listening, tuning in, you have to be licensed in almost every. Uh, municipality now if you own a rental property you better go get a license have Mm -hmm. the inspection uh it happens a lot in detroit i'll have sure dearborn dearborn's a big (coughs) one dearborn oh yeah dearborn's even got an online system where they post the inspection results oh that's a really good idea yeah they have an on you know they have an online system where you can go and uh, see the inspection results and then in this case the seller in one of my uh, transactions, the seller was not willing to do this. Uh-huh. So my buyers were able to put up a $295 bond, I believe, right. and they to assumed the, the responsibility. Mm-hmm. They got 90 days to get it done, sure. but the, unless the pro- it's seasonal. The, the problem, like in Detroit, uh, what I see mostly is I'll have uh, people call in, uh, <laughs> Dylan, what is going on with you? <laughs> I got a bad angle here. Jeez. Oh. Uh, it's uh, like a little kid. He's trying to peek around the corner. Um Nothing funny going on right, here. There's nothing happening. Uh, <laughs> and and basically, residents, people are signing up for, you know, leases f- for either people who, with people who don't even own the property or who've never had it inspected by the city. Yeah. And so that, you know, that does a lot of damage for everybody because oh, yeah. the tenant has to leave usually. Listen, you know, some one of my kids, one of my kids moved to Ann Arbor in the apartment we went in, you know, mm. and all it takes, you know, would, and this, this firm is very reputable they do have a lot of student housing but they rent an apartment you know my wife walked in she's like this refrigerator is filthy she called boom it's college two days later (laughs) new refrigerator Uh the air conditioner which people if it doesn't happen in detroit rentals though oh no (laughs) sorry no but you know so we called Uh and the air conditioner had sitting water and it was the back of it was exposed outside so that's you can get a home inspection even if you're renting a property and i think sometimes you should Right, Dylan? I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send up your flag, Dylan. Hey, listen, you're entering a contract, and that's kind of like having a contract reviewed, right? No, you but even in a, even, a, even if you don't have a contract, the, the landlord has a responsibility to keep properties Absolutely. habitable. Well, that's the whole point of these inspections, yeah. right? Right. But, but uh, you know, a, refri- a dirty refrigerator at U of M is kind of standard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. A rite of passage. Right, yeah. <laughs> right of passage. <laughs> So um, what else is going on besides rentals? Uh, I know – go ahead. You got, you got like this look like you're ready to pounce. What? No, I was, uh, we were talking about, you know, 
your three words. Oh, three I think words. we should do that next segment. This is a great idea. Are we rolling down? Or no, we got down. we got time. Okay. Yeah, we got a bunch of time, bunch. but yeah, we can get in at the next couple segments, right? Or, or you want to do it now? <laughs> it's it's really hard to see through the through yeah. the cameras. Well, you know, that, I mean, we can do it next segment. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. tell me, I tell you, this was kind of a rough week, kind of an interesting week. Um, now crazy it's Saturday, week. yeah, uh, but it was kind of a crazy week. And um, what happened in your world? <laughs> What happened in your world? What happened Friday Some of night? my hair grew back. Yeah. Yeah, we can see. <laughs> I, I do have a rate back. question, though. So, Emil, sure. on, on Wednesday, uh, the market dipped like 3.1%, 3.2%, and bonds actually went down for the first time in 10 years yes. when the market dipped 2% or more, and then bonds also followed that down. So what do you know what that so, means? Yes. So there's a, so anytime the stock market does bad, it's usually people pulling their money out of the stock market mm -hmm. and parking them in bonds because bonds are a very low yield but sure. safe very safe right very safe like investment so the flow of money on wall street when it comes out of when it comes out of uh when it comes out of the stock market and goes into the bonds that what that does is automatically you know raise the raise the yield the buy lowers the yield right it raises the price of the bond because of the demand therefore sure. the bonds pay less in yield and mortgage-backed securities and the 10-year bond have a really tight relationship. Right. So if you look at it, whatever the – if you ever want to know what the 30-year you know, fixed rate is, you look at the 10-year you know, bond ten -year, right. and you add about 1.7 to it, one, you know, 160 to 170 basis points over it, and that's what the 30-year fixed rate should be, right? Mm -hmm. So right now rates are like 4875 4, 5%. 5 you know, 10-year yield is probably today you – know, 3875 no, three no, point one, three point one two five or three point two. Yeah, you're speaking of the inverted yield curve. Is what you're yeah. Saying. So what's you know today you know it's a three three point one six, but um, and that's something too. There's not an inverted yield curve, but that we've been you might have heard the term you might have heard the term of the flattening of the sure. yield curve, mm -hmm. but yesterday it you know over the last few days it started steepening a little bit back to its more natural relationship. That's good. So it starts steepening a little. That's a little the normalcy that you know that rates are are experiencing right now, and I think that's going to continue moving forward. I mean, we're not going to have, I don't, you know, I don't think this is going to be a huge correction. I think this is a market correction. It's due. It's due. Yeah, we were overbought and, here in, in Metro Detroit all, you know, all it, summer and spring on, on real estate for sure. A lot of the tech stocks lost value, you know, because a lot of them, the multiples that these tech stocks are trading at is just unlike anything in the past. Right, you, you've got stocks that are trading at two hundred dollars, two hundred multiple. Greatest business earnings. in the world. I'm worth two hundred times <laughs> what I really am. Right, and exactly. everybody's clamoring to buy. Well, that's how. You well, know. I mean, the whole Bitcoin just completely crashed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's time to buy. But silver, gold, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I just I find my Bitcoins in the basement of you know houses that we take back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a nickel. There's a dime. You know. Makes your bases go up. I don't know. Anyway, so so, um, so you know, I think like you know, as we discussed earlier, rates are going to stabilize housing prices. You know, a lot of the country. There was a infograph I saw that showed Michigan. You know, Michigan's prices have only declined like three to four percent. Right. Other parts of the country, the mm -hmm. Dakotas. You know, some of the other, some of the western states. I mean, you've got some Texas states that are dropping by fifteen percent. Yeah, seventeen percent right. Texas in one week. Yeah. It's time so, to buy. Time to buy. Time to buy. Bye bye bye. <laughs> I know oh. you see, you know, you watch Kramer and like, you know, right? Uh, I don't watch Kramer. Oh my god! I, my anxiety level goes up. When I watch <laughs> oh, <really? Kramer. laughs> Blood pressure. 
and it's high enough. No, thanks. Appreciate that. What's up? Um, nothing. I wanted to get. I wanted to get my genius comment in. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any this morning. I mean, it's kind of tired. We're yeah. dragging just a little bit. I, you know what? Uh, in full disclosure, way. I have a commercial deal that we're trying to close, and you just talk about uh, nightmares, uh, just in general about contracts, etc. I'm not going to sit and bore anybody about no. this, but it is, you know, uh, it, when you deal with. Um, people who aren't represented. So my clients represent my clients, the buyer. But when you deal with uh, almost like a FISBO yeah. and the seller has decided not to use a realtor that they once sold real estate back in the 80s, so they know everything mm -hmm. about commercial real estate in 2018. Yeah. Well, it becomes a real challenge. You end up being the attorney for both parties. Yeah. And, and you're the whipping boy at the same time. And only getting paid before by yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of crazy. So, I mean, that's what I've been dealing with all, all week. I mean, but Nancy's, you did learn a new word. I did. I learned the world swale. 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 Do you know what a oh, swale, swale is? Yeah. We got to wrap it up. What's a swale? Quick. Back of the property when you have a for yeah. drainage. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, seller oh, yeah, never disclosed a whole property. lawsuit related to swales and digging swales. Yes. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, wow. they didn't think they needed to. A digging boggy swale. A boggy swale. All right. So I guess um, you know I can wrap this up. We'll come back yeah. and we'll do our, our, our little our, three things. Where we live used to be a golf course. Yeah. Our property. So there's a a swale that goes across like six backyards. Yeah. Yep, drains into the... Right, I mean, except nothing was disclosed when it came to litigation on the swale. Hmm. It was a swell swale. Hmm. Swell swale. Yeah. I altered my swale, I yeah. flattened it. <laughs> <laughs> so when we come back, it. we're going to kind of go around the around the circuit here about... Um, <laughs> Dylan, you're cracking me up. You know what, I'll tell you what. When we get back, you'll find out what we're doing. Anyways, Dave Sobel, New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities. Got to pay some bills. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The arts and entertainment channel on new radio media. Dot com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Do you want to see things like this? Did you say you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out PodQuesters. 
The show we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. Folks, we're back with new radio media, Real Estate Realities. This is Dylan Tanaka. I'm here with my Spiens. Spiens. David Sobel, Emil Zraloff, and Nancy Phillips. Sounds like you need a prescription for that. Yes. What's a Spien mean? Spien. Well, Spien. I thought it meant one thing, and then if you look it up, it means, means other things. S-C-H-P-I-E-N. German origin means friend. friend. But it also says in, in Arabic, it could be the best man at a wedding. Oh. There you go. So. Oh. All right. I won't have any use for that for a while. Yes. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. All right. <laughs> so what are we up to? So we're going to do this thing? Well, just, you know, I like the idea. somebody asked the other day, what are the three things? Describe your what you do Yourself. in three words or less. Yes. In, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So why don't we start with you, Dylan? What I do you do in three words? I thought we were going to go in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Emil. Nancy. I'm glad. No, David. It's order. Oh, Oh, we're going by last names? <laughs> yeah, we're going by last names. Middle names. <laughs> Not it. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Israelov. Israelov, sure. I finance real estate. That's good. Three so what words. do you want? That's nice. good. It's easy. What do you uh what do you want people real to know? Real estate's two words. Nah, mm. it's kind of a concept too. Yeah. Okay. Property. I finance property. I finance property. There you go. Real property. What are the what are the things that uh two things that you want people to know when they call you to Finance real estate. Like, what are the two, two most important things, things? Be prepared with documentation and information. That yeah. is, you know, because it's all about, you know, I can give you a pre approval, but it's all about data integrity. You know, we have to validate all that data. So have your information in front of you. Uh-huh. And um, what if they don't have something? That's easy. We can, you know, there's third party verification sources. Like, for instance, they don't have their W 2s. We can contact the employer. We mm-hmm. can, with the right form, we can get a copy of it from the IRS. Do they do no income verification loans anymore or no? Well, they're, yes. They're, <laughs> I should say, we do CISAs not. CISAs and NINAs, we do not. and they yeah. are all stated income. Stated income, we do not. But there are investors out there that do that. Yeah. And in the wholesale, like some of our friends that are mortgage brokers, right. they have those options available. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. They usually limit your loan to value. Right. And require a higher credit score and some type of, you know, compensating factor like substantial reserves. <laughs> right. Money. Pay, some kind of pain for the borrower. Right. So they're not like years ago in the, you know, it's only 10 years ago. 2018, 2018 national public radio yeah. had this whole uh, expose on you know where were you now this one mm-hmm. guy joined, went from the went from wall street and he joined a monastery after uh, after the crash it was quite interesting wow. sounds you know, peaceful kyle uh, what's his name kyle risdale on marketplace money he's talking about it hmm. a shout out to npr mm-hmm. but nina's no income no uh, assets no, assets. no, asset no income some assets they no used to lend like 100 percent loans right that was 130 yeah, lehman yeah. Lehman Brothers. That's why uh, they don't exist anymore. I remember 130 percent cash out. Well, those yeah, that was a big GMAC product back then. They still 130 percent cash out. It should have been 140. I didn't know. About, <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah, absolutely. But I know that they're back. I know that in some way, shape, or form, they're back. These loans. Oh yeah. You this, can, You know, they got a little smarter with them. You know, oh, they're looking. You know, so there's a stated. And then there's the no income verification. So right. the stated loan, you state your income. The lender may still verify it through electronic means or sure. other means. However, but the 
What does it do to the rate? Uh, the interest rate. These are these are portfolio loans. Right. So somebody's you know so they're going to be a little bit higher than the agency rates. Right. I think there's an investor out there that charges like with a 720 credit score. Um, it'll you know they they'll charge like six and a half percent when the market's at five. Right, right now, yeah. the, I mean, it's still Suzanne. But they'll restrict you know. your loan to value. Right. They'll restrict your loan to value to like 70%, you know, uh-huh. sometimes 80 with a really high credit borrower, or maybe they've got a lot of assets, just uh-huh. don't show a lot of income. Because so. I see them coming, you know, I'm seeing some mortgages that we're reviewing and stuff, and they're coming out the past like three or four months. Cash calls, some other companies are doing them. Cash calls an online lender. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're an online lender. Yeah. I just, you know, something the. The lending experience, if you've been through this a hundred times, uh-huh. you know, then the online lender, you know, sometimes it might be worth, you know, if you're saving a little bit more, you know, you're saving a little money, but the most of the time you're not saving the money because they advertise a really, really low rate, yeah. but when you get there, the costs associated with it, right? right? You have to you have to take, get a couple offers, look at them side by side, okay. and look at the lender fees, look at the interest rate, you know. Your interest I rate's not your shopping APR. tool. There's an APR, right? That, that so will you look tell at you the right APR, there. and that'll tell you also. So it's your total cost of money over the life of the loan, and, you know, that's, that's a government-designed shopping tool. Mm-hmm. So... But you know, th- there's a lot of handholding in this process. Mm-hmm. It's know? about relationship. It's right? a, it's a, t- yeah, it's a relationship. You're getting into a relationship, a very intimate one. You're sharing everything about yourself with your lender, so you better have a high caliber, high trust professional you're working with. Absolutely, right? Because you know, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate. A lot of my friends come to me for this. That, I mean, that's a huge second time he's ta- told spins. us he has a lot of friends. He's got a lot of friends. You know, so if there's one thing. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like personal information being exchanged with. Sure. Friends, oh, there's right? no doubt there. But I, you know, I've earned that trust with so many of my friends, family. You know, and I. I'm blessed. I'm okay. blessed. That's how you know referrals are how I get my business. And besides, you know, besides you guys in the show. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all about relationship marketing. I can tell you. I mean, I hear the stories that Dylan tells me, and then you like, shared one today with us that you know. Yeah, I wasn't nice about it though. <laughs> but, you know, people people need to be corrected. Right. You know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the too. compliment you received oh. from your client. Oh, yeah. That's a marketing that's nice. executive. That's yeah. nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I wasn't looking for compliments. Let's talk <laughs> about. Well, let, let's not. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about Dylan now. Let's talk All about right. Dylan. Dylan about relationship. <laughs> no, but you have you have to do a lot of hand holding, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So can can you ask me the question? <laughs> you don't remember Dylan. the question. Kind of ex- Dylan. Three words to describe what you do. Three words. So basically, no. So what I do in three words is I buy real estate. So what that really means is I'm, a, I'm primarily a residential real estate investor. I own a small company. We buy and sell real estate. Typically, I deal direct to sellers, even though I am a licensed broker also. Right. But I deal direct with the sellers. And like you said, there's a lot of hand-holding. Tons. And, you know, when people want to get into that market, you know, I see it quite a bit. I know you do. I mean, we're, on, we, we're in a lot of the same groups. Sure. I mean, uh, you'll see people say, I'm getting, I'm getting into real estate. And then you look, and they've spelled like three words out of that. I'm getting into real estate <laughs> right. wrong. And right there, you're like, okay, you've got to up your game a little bit because it's not. There's a lot of variables. A Absolutely, lot of, you're like a a lady with the at the circus with the spinning plates. You right. got a lot of plates that you got to. You have to understand manage. law from a from a, a low level, 
you would say as an attorney, of course, but right. you have to understand law. You have to understand insurance. You have to understand finance sometimes. Yeah. You have to understand um, construction. Psychology. Psychology. Yeah, if you're actually doing the buying and selling, you have to know how to deal with people. Uh-huh. And it's all relationship-based. The foreclosure boom's long gone, so yeah. the days of offering on 2,000 houses a month and buying 20 of them, yeah. it, it's gone. So you it's, used to, what did you used to do? I knew people that did that, sure. too. How, yeah, many, how many offers did you write a month? Two to, a, a two week. To, two to 2,500 a month. Yeah. Wow. You would just throw them out there. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I got an we'd, offer We'd offer 30, 40 cents on the dollar, and sometimes yeah. they'd get accepted, or they would counter. Then we would actually go and look. You'd actually have to go take a right. look. Right. It was just, I'd plow crazy? through 20 to 50 homes a day. Uh-huh. Wow, talk about mail merge. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they, they did. Hand actually, they hand-wrote them. No, we no. were using virtual assistants back in 05, long wow. before It was all in Filipino. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why some of them weren't accepted. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah so, I mean, the, the market's different now. Absolutely. And a lot of people are looking and chasing after the same people. Yeah, there's a, there's a you know a lot of the people in, in my business, they go to a weekend seminar and they think they're going to be the next... Uh, uh, Carlton Sheets, as we, we like to say. They don't even know who Carlton, don't even Sheets, know Carlton is. Sheets is. No, they don't even know. Carlton we, Sheets could have had it really made. Oh, Maybe yeah. he did. That's why he doesn't care about right. the smart. I don't even know if he's still alive. Yeah. Mm. No, I remember that and Dave Delgado. Yep. All those yeah. names. Isn't that the comedian from Open no, uh, House? No, this guy was a real estate investor also back in, I mean, I, I think I was... I think I was in high school when I early, yeah, early 90s. Do you need to pay 90s. people? Yeah. Let me ask you something. You know, I I know I've got clients who tell me, "Oh yeah, I've done this seminar, this program. Mm-hmm. I paid them forty grand, and and, and I'm oh. looking for forty grand." Did a house get... come with that? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Oh, I know. I know. People <laughs> oh yeah, spent hundreds Emil, of thousands. you look really surprised, but people actually pay forty to seventy thousand all day long. Wait, They'll give their life savings from a 401k. And by the way, if you're watching this or listening to this, anybody listening, yes. do not give these people that type of money. Right. Because we'll do it. Dylan and I will give you a whole program for like 20. 20, right. <laughs> no, you know what and I tell people? you can people, still buy the house. You've yeah. got to learn how to do this business. So paying 40 or 50 grand to have some guy in California teach you how to do a lease option or a land contract it, or whatever it is. It's also a regional type business, it's very too. very regional. Yeah. So they can sit with David and, and add him to their power team. They can have a meal as power the finance team. guy on their power team. Right. But it's all about creating those relationships and actually right. doing the business. I'd rather see somebody lose forty grand on a deal than pay some guru. Right. Well, certainly. Which yeah, I don't want to see anybody lose and, money. And you'd I mean, be the seller or the buyer. I would like to be the, <laughs> yeah. the seller. Right. So, so, I mean, that's that's a huge Person, part of it. So, yeah, where do people sure. learn? Where do people learn? I mean, I know you do the RIA. Yeah. So you, you, they, they can go to real estate investor associations wherever you're listening. They're all over the country, but. Guys like me, there there are folks who out there who will coach very specific we'll individuals. Split a deal. Split a deal. Bring me deals. Right. I don't just want to be your coach. I right. did a lot of coaching. I've had multiple, you know, dozens of students. Sure. It's great. It's fun. It's rewarding. But I'd rather have you bring me a nice, juicy 30, 40, 50 grand back end that we uh-huh. can split, and then you can actually learn how to do what we do. So when we, um, when we come back, maybe we can talk a little bit about that as well. So We're going to get to your three words. Uh, oh, I, mine's easy. I protect clients. There you go. That's it. I hmm. heard puppies. You heard pu- I protect puppies? I heard puppies. Oh, you heard puppies. Those are your three words? No. Oh, <laughs> you heard them. I heard, H E R D, like herding cats. Like right. herding cats. You know what? Cats. We all do that. Right. We all herd cats. You right. all heard we all, cats. We all chase squirrels, right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Shiny objects, and then we all have to herd the cats. <laughs> but to it get makes the deals it, done. it makes yes. things interesting. I mean, you know, I, I'd rather every day wake up. I mean, I know that we all have deals where it's not like you're just doing the same perfunctory item every day. Right. Yeah. Right. It's always got something going on. Everyone cleaning here. 
Everyone's hurting cats. Right. Anyways, uh, I I guess uh, I'll take it out real quick. All right. Uh, David Sobel, Dylan Tanaka, Emil Israeloff, New Radio Media, and um, Real Estate Realities. And, of course, the Herpy to the Show will be right back with Nancy Phillips as well. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And we're back. Wake up. Hey, so, uh, you know, Dylan, we were just, we were talking about me and enough about me. We, we yes. got to go back to you. What is it that you want? You know, you said I buy real estate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is it that you want? Like the two most important things that you want people to know if they're working with you or trying to work with you? I would say from a, from a client standpoint, um, I really like to work with people who are out of state or out of the area because I think it takes a lot of time to sit with them on the phone and explain things where... Not to say anything bad about my competition, but again, some of these new people who've just jumped into the business, they can't explain a lot of the things that I can just because I've been through hundreds and hundreds of transactions. Right. So I think um, I think they have to know, um, you know, you need to work with somebody who's going to be patient and really understand what their needs are. And there are times when I don't buy the property and sometimes I may just refer them to the right person or even another real estate agent right. because I don't want to list it. That's not what I do. You know, so that would be the one thing. And the next would be. Um, That's a lot. That was one. Yeah, that was one. Another slot, but you said a key word: patience. Patience. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be very patient. Very patient. A lot of the people I deal with, especially the ones who are in the business from the investment side in the foreclosure days, tell me they could never do this anymore because you can be with somebody for three or four hours to get to the crux of where they need to be. Right. 
but that's where the profit lies a lot of times. So you're you're really solving people's problems. That's all it is. Right. Well, right. Give like an interview profile sheet that you have people fill out ahead of time in your call. Yeah, I mean, um, what I do is I just pretty much go through and figure out what um, what situation they're in. You know, if there's any equity in the property, if if it's something that fits my program, and then um, I'll just go through a questioning process and and try to get them to the uh, to the end. And usually, I can help them at that point. They usually they have a problem they have to get out of right. Most I mean, of the time, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a it's a landlord who right. I've may, maybe known for a long time, or one of you guys may know, and he wants to offload twenty properties. So you're not going to get a great deal, but maybe you work out seller financing on it, something like that, or, or wholesale it, or wholesale it, right? Or it right. could be somebody who's going through probate. I deal with primarily I deal with probate sellers, inherited right. properties. Again, that's where the patience comes in. You have you to have, have, an to have a lot of patience that that understands probate. You have to be able to navigate what's going on in the mm. in the court system a lot of times and you know that's what kind of sets me apart from other investors a lot of them haven't been through that right. again they just don't even know let alone have the patience the right title companies the right. contacts it's a lot about the doesn't it also contacts? take a level of compassion too when you're dealing with people sure. that are faced with to yeah, hell with I mean, compassion you, <laughs> just kidding. no you have to you have to sit <laughs> and listen and you yeah. have to get through a lot sure. of layers because i'll have tough guys call me and we all know how it is and we're like what's the deal you right. know, how much do you offer and it's like well, wait a minute why would you sell to me why wouldn't you just list with a real estate agent right well here's right. the thing right? right and then it's like really so tell me how, how is that really affecting you right you know, how long has that been going on so you get down to the to the real deep layers right. and then you fix that no one's going to give you their house for free or right. for a price they shouldn't right. you've got to get them to trust you know you and understand that you know what you're talking about yeah the most important you have to actually do the deal oh yeah, yeah i mean it, you right, got to be able to perform right it's in the, you know you can be a therapist all day long but sure. if you don't close the transaction oh no yeah you've got to go in for the close for right. sure Absolutely. in a nice way uh, that was number one so what was number right. two uh number two would be um for me i love working with some of the new people who are actually involved in getting their hands dirty and maybe getting themselves almost in trouble mm -hmm. so i like when they bring me deals and and i kind of help them through it i picked right. one up last night from from a, a newer investor he doesn't know what he's doing and uh -huh. i think i've already got an offer on it so we're going to sell it without even closing on it right and then you teach that person and they come back to you and we're well, friends great. we're spiens forever we're at that point it's not about head shopping. I was taught a long time ago by guys who are gone now. Uh -huh. And you you have to work together with, with your business friends and partners, even though it's not a true legal partnership. Right. There's a give and a take forever. Right. Instead of just the one time you chop their head off, you make six in the front, six in the back, and back in 2005, and you never see that client again, right? So Wow. But yeah, they may are, come back all those right. years uh, later. That's about relationship. Absolutely, right. yeah. care of relationships. You have to. I love that word relationship. I, I've like so. I've been so fortunate. I've done loans for three generations of yeah. families in some cases. Wow, love it. That's wonderful. I mean, that's if no, that's, that's a not a compliment. I don't know yeah, what it is. The beauty is when they keep coming back. Yep. Right. Yes, yeah. it really is. But um, all right. Are you looking at me? Somebody's got to ask you the question. Oh, no, I already said I, I protect clients. Okay, so what would okay, so you what like every client to know? Oh, I prefer when you come to me uh, the not already having signed the document and they're <laughs> saying to me, yeah. is this legal? Uh, you know, what, you know, did I really sign can you, this can you, can you get me out of this? Right. I mean, I actually hate that, but um, at the same time, I love it. That's I always say it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, so I really would love, uh, in fact, and that we're not going to name names, of course, because that would be illegal and unethical. But, you know, Emil and I are working in a file where, unfortunately, I had a client who signed all the paperwork first and then realized that um, 
property is you know has a different value and that the the system in which she's con- doing the construction wasn't what she anticipated but she's like locked in it's was it's she really taken advantage of or did she no. um no. okay so she <laughs> made it she made a bad decision yeah okay and uh and and that's okay. and, and we're correcting and everything like that and again i'm not i'm not saying because they're wonderful people but the the long and short of it is people i have no problem with you signing your documents and then coming to me. It's like shooting now and you know shooting somebody and asking questions later. Ready, it's fire, just, aim. That's right. Except I'm, you know, you're going to pay for it. What did we say a couple of days ago? You pay me now or pay, pay me, me now, later? Pay me later. So they, she came to you anyway. So yeah, why yeah, not ask you in the beginning? Right. You would. Yeah. You would think. And people get excited about. You know, that's the other thing. Contracts and, and you know, contracts are the basis for every almost every area of law. Sure, it could be real estate, it could be workers' comp, it could be whatever finance, loan agreements, whatever it is. Contracts are the basis of how we uh, guide our legal relationships, right? Right. But every contract, this is I guess number two. You want people. I want people to know that in a contract, eighty percent of that contract is not. You know what? You know the great Lovey stuff. Dovey. It's all the stuff that Protect the other party is going to do right. to you when you if breach you the contract. Yep. So it's only the twenty percent. The twenty percent feel good. Oh, I can't wait! You're going to own this business. You're going to own this franchise. You're going to open that's, the restaurant. All that stuff. People love to sign off that. That's a that's a great <laughs> right. um, way to put it. You said that in front of Ria a few months yeah. ago, and I don't know who was listening. I was listening because the, I was there listening. was a couple people. It's just like um, you know, no, uh, you know Noel Ravenscroft, the, the yeah. attorney who does the the estate plans. He does for a you. lot of good estate plans. He always. Yeah. I've heard him tell people before you know the whole um you know if you get in trouble you don't talk in front of the police or whatever that saying is because he's like they literally have to use all of that against you right and i'm like so he kind of read it to me and i'm like oh my gosh the the public does know that just like with contracts it's 80 percent is what we're gonna how we're gonna bash your head and and the 20 percent is really all the feel-good stuff so even even me so i've been through hundreds of real estate transactions as a principal and probably thousands just throughout my whole career on and off um, buying and selling, and when I get a purchase agreement on a regular piece of residential real estate written on some other paper, right. I have to print it out. Right. I've got to turn everything off, sit under a tree, and go through it five times because I'm worried about right. screwing myself by signing it. Right. It's almost like I don't want right. to touch it. And right. I'm like, why are we using this one? I have right. to read it. Well, that's really why a lot of investors like yourself use a document. You know, I'll prepare a document for a client um, or a le- you know mm-hmm. lease. It could be a purchase agreement. It could be a whole host of things, but. If you're doing it every day, the investor, it's he who has the gold makes the rules, sure. that's right. You use your documents. Well, you need to why know, do you want to reinvent the You need to know wheel. it by heart, and you need right. to know what every one of those words that. means that's so, right. that, so that you can explain it to your seller. Like what? Swale? Swale. 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 But even as a real estate investor, if you're not licensed, which we know that you probably should be if you're doing more than five transactions, we talk about that. You can still get in a lot of trouble because you're almost rep- – it's almost an agency relationship when you're dealing with a seller, even sure. if for sale by owner. So you should protect those people and know what you're talking about instead of just running around putting things on paper. I mean the most regulated business is Emil's business. Absolutely. And people will go in – I know this for a fact because I'm dealing you – know, mostly in commercial transactions yeah. with the banks, but – you know, they they sign because you know they're boilerplate forms, and they go, oh, you can't change a mortgage. Yeah, you can't no. change anything. And and um, I've had people come to me, uh, you know, for closing, say, I want this, I want that. It's like, look, here's the thing: you've come <laughs> yeah. this far. You know, I I almost feel but you terrible. Came, no, but you came late. to borrow a thirty-year fixed. Right. These are the terms that right, you borrow. Sure. I mean, Fannie right. Mae's not going to they don't change anything. Right. Right. They don't you know? change anything. And, but that just illustrates the whole idea. It's the same form. I mean, I know all. I think it's uh, seventeen pages of that Fannie Mae mortgage. I know every doc, every paragraph. Yeah. 
you know, every provision because I've seen it for so many years, right? I know what your 1003 looks like. I know every, you know, because it's standardized when it's you standardized. do it all the time. Same thing with you, Dylan. Part right? of it's just being uh, being a genius also. Yes. I'd like to add that in. Oh. Not me. <laughs> me? Well, this guy. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, this guy's. No. You know what? Emil, uh, what you're you the want? real deal. What do you want? What do you want? I mean, deal. you know, you got that going on. <laughs> so what? What? Um, what funny? I mean, we usually do this in the beginning. And I, I want to. I have a question about sure. contracts. Yeah. So now, and you guys, anybody UFC fans? Sure, I know oh, who they okay. are. All right, so Mr. Well, Habib, we're going to yeah. refer to him by his first name because his last name has more syllables than I can get in in one breath. Okay, but um, so you know, he right now Dana White. UFC, they're not paying him. Uh-huh. So he put out on, so Khabib, the fighter, because he jumped over the cage and, mm-hmm. you know, went and attacked, you know. Now, this was in retaliation. This was in retaliation. Do you guys realize why they did that? I know why. Because it wasn't in the script. No, because McGregor, do you remember that incident with McGregor? Re- wrestling's and, real. We talked about <laughs> it. No, <laughs> you want to wrestle? <laughs> why? <laughs> it's like, seriously, that is not funny right now. <laughs> Uh, we'll tell you later. I'm missing something, but I think there's, no, anyway, a, there's so like a court order on that right we'll now. We'll tell you over a smoothie. So they're withholding his money right now. Okay, he's owed two million plus a share of whatever. You sure, know. the so purse. They're withholding his money right uh, now. Uh-huh. Um, and this guy in a fit of rage. So the whole thing, why this whole fight after the fight started, was because I don't know if you remember several months ago, McGregor's team attacked fighters on a bus. Where's the single family residence in this? <laughs> There's a contract question oh. coming to this at okay. the end. So, you know, he has obviously he has a, contra- a contract to right. perform for UFC, whatever. So on he goes on Instagram and puts this rant, says that my pride in defending my brother are more important. Mm-hmm. And his you religion, can, too. You can keep and choke on the money mm-hmm. to okay. Dana White. Okay. He put that in a public forum. Does that make it enforceable? First of all, a good attorney is going to say, I would need to read your entire contract right. to be able to make a comment. Of course. On that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm so sure I don't know they what's important on both sides. But is, I'm is it really a breach of confidentiality? On? Is that what you're saying? Huh? You're I think like, I think they're all on the same team. I think it's, it's all, it's all drama. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, just like, I, I think it's just like two NBA guys at the end of the at the end of right. the finals. They slap hands. They're at the same bar right. afterwards, and they both made seventeen not million these that guys, year. Man, you fight to the death. No, I know. Habib is is definitely nuts. Yeah. They're all it's all and contrived. It's entertainment. It's a, the reason that you the fact that you've been talking about it on this show shows me that they, they got to you. <laughs> right. I mean that's it. They did a good job. You're very upset about this, I I'm can tell. I'm not upset. I'm not <laughs> upset. I was asking a contract. No, question. no, no. You're fine. You're fine. So I mean, it's a good question, Emil. Thank you. Let us know what happens on if your we get, If we get a real David. rumble going here, we're gonna get a lot more viewers. So I'm gonna stand back and let you guys go no, at it. No, no. Emil. <laughs> you know, I'm out of here. I already I have too many battles to fight. I don't want to fight with Emil. No way. Sorry. There's nothing he's a lover, he's not a fighter. Well, he, he's he, right. I mean, you take yeah. care of business, right? You take That's care of cool. clients. I can imagine you're wonderful at that. Thank I mean, you. We have three generations. Yeah. yeah that's, that, that's huge. Yeah. Thank you. That's huge. All right. Um, so I was getting to what was a funny thing that happened to you this week in your business? You forgot me. I heard something cool. No, Nancy goes. Nancy. Oh, yeah. Nancy, what forgot is it that me. you do um, besides being a professional? Fudge. A fudge. I build. We have to go to commercial. You do build relationships. Why don't you take us out, Nancy? Okay. Hey, this is Real Estate Realities, and we'll be back in just a minute. Good job.
Hi, I'm Andy. We got the twirl right when you start speaking. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sleeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Folks, we're back with new radio media and real estate realities. Dylan Tanaka, Milos Rayloff, David Sobel, and the heartbeat of the show, Nancy Phillips. And um, unfortunately, we so rudely cut you off at the last uh, commercial break, so we would like to bring it back to Nancy because she has some important, exciting, fun information to tell us. I do. Um, as before we left, I mentioned that I build relationships. Um, I'm... You're a builder. I am. It's so, and you guys never knew. Um, m- my job at Cleveland Resource, Sobel Law, is to take care of our clients because we so firmly believe in building relationships. Um, and part of my relationship building is I'm involved with something called Game on Cancer. And um, I've mentioned this before on the show. It's a program through Henry Ford Hospital and the Detroit Lions. They provide non-medical assistance to patients going through treatment. And this, the big push is on now. Uh, we're raising funds. And Dylan has given me the opportunity at the next RIA meeting, which I believe is Thursday the 25th. Don't quote me. It's always the last It's a Thursday very, very month. special day also. It is? Mm-hmm. 
It's his birthday. It's my birthday. Oh, well, it is a oh, special day. There you go. There we go. Um, but he's given me the opportunity to get up and, and speak in front of everybody and hopefully raise some money for an incredibly good cause. 100% of that, the funds raised by these teams um, goes toward the patients. And um, it's a, cl- a cause near and dear to my heart. So. So they can go online. Where can they see that, Nancy? Um, they can go online www.gameoncancer.com and look for Team Proven. Here you go. Proven. So we Proven. teamed up with some big big companies recently. Uh, Nancy did. So um, you know we we form a team and we raise money to help people with their financial non non medical financial sure. assistance. Pretty yes. cool. Goes back to the so, whole relationship yeah. thing. Look what you can build just by you know making your friends. Just oh, give where? 20, 50, 100, couple hundred bucks here and there. Mm-hmm. Up at more. A couple, couple hundred thousand. Couple, yeah, there yeah. you go. At least. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, we're helping people not have to make the decision between feeding their families or get yeah. treatment to yeah. save their life. Paying a mortgage or getting their treatment. Yeah. Riding yes. their bike to yeah. cancer, you know, chemo. Because they can't afford a car, right. stuff like that. Well, and we yeah. sit here and joke around about closings and buying right. and selling and financing, and we whine about this file and that file. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's bigger things out there. Yeah. Bigger things out there. So what are you working on? Now we're going to change the topic. Thank you, Nancy. Yeah. But what are, you, what are you working on? What big file are you working on these days? Um, my next big file is the Rio of Macomb event uh, on the so 25th. What, what are you doing there? So we're going to do something um, very exciting. I think we're going to uh, we're going to pull out some purchase agreements, some other legal documents. Wow, it's really, really, Tell and us uh, more. It, it's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. So uh, I think we're going to we're going to talk about how to uh, how to assign properties, how to buy and sell them cash, and uh, there may be an attorney or two in the in the mix. Yeah. So we'll maybe get a, a lender, maybe right. a little free law. I think it's a good idea. I mean, people should know how to fill like out their a per, a little bit more of a workshop. They should also Different. know how to complete a loan application. Absolutely. Don't you think? Sure, That's a pretty cool do idea. That. Do you ever do any workshops like does the you know, credit um, union do? I've done in partnership with some of the nonprofit agencies um, the Mishta Home Home Counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right. training. It's an eight hour. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's, it's a guided. It's a guided educational course sure. that you know gives people the qualification to buy, you know, to buy through Mishta or any of the other government-sponsored programs that require um, home buyer counseling. Right. You need so, to come to a, a RIA meeting. Well, yeah, yeah but no, those a, are more. Once for a first-time home buyer yeah. spends time eight hours with somebody like a meal. Yeah. I mean, where I, honestly, <laughs> where is, else it, are they going to go? They're not just going to call. You know, a meal, a meal, eight hours with a meal. Uh, I can see that. Emil's like part of the family well, luckily, by then, right? Luckily, Emil? we bring in a partner, yeah. right. like a title company. Right. Or a, a home inspector does part of it. Eight hours. I don't is, know. I'd throw you out at six. Yeah. But, uh, My <laughs> wife can only tolerate me for eight hours, and some of those hours right. I'm sleeping. Right. That's, that's the whole weekend. Get out. So go Ew. cut the grass. <laughs> go Anyways. watch cage fighting or right, whatever fighting. you do. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I can see that because business is like cage fighting. It's just not as bloody. <laughs> right. You know, it doesn't have to be. Or lucrative, it sounds it like. It can be. Right. How much was it? Two million, he said? That was it? Yeah. I think it was like two plus, million. Plus part plus, of the ticket sales yeah. and plus the, the door. Now somebody just told me, I think it was my brother, That's told me some boxer like, uh, made like 60 million bucks for Mayweather. losing. For losing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wow. No, I think it was, Ma- was it Manny Pacquiao or, but I mean, these some of these cards today, they're ridiculous. Yeah. You know, so. but hey, if you can... If you can convince that many people to tune in to uh-huh. watch you, you know, beat somebody's head in or get your head beat in, I mean, you deserve the paycheck, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> you know. So, um, 
Well, so Rhea, what else you got? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. I don't want to take, yeah, take any more time. Because, I've got a grand you know, opening later today for where? AP Builders in West Bloomfield. Across nice. Across Very nice. from Marsh Bank, Pan, Marsh Bank Park. Oh, th- those are the ranches, right? The ranch. Aren't you doing the, ciders and, the cider and donuts? Or? Cider and donuts. Wait, Come visit what time and is it at? It's from 12 to 5 today. Oh. And then uh, would you buy a d- dinner or lunch afterwards if we fill out a full loan application? Listen, I think you two buy ranches. One, buy ranches dinner. are a hot thing right the now. The ranches are, uh-huh. yeah. Aging yeah. place kind of thing. Yeah, it's active adult. How, how much are they going for? And not that you're plugging these people, but how much Oh, I believe they start somewhere in the high threes or low fours. Ooh, that's kind of... Yeah. But they're they're luxury. Are they? It's luxury. Uh, are they... Um, Duplexes or nope, individual oh, site condos. Nice. That's just, a good uh, idea. Yeah. So we got to wrap things up, guys. A lot guys. of demand for ranches. So donuts are they from Longs or and you know ranches cost more to build? I know, absolutely. Sure. Ranches, right? Talk to Dylan. <laughs> right, but um, cider donuts from Longs Farm. Why don't you wrap it up? Cool. Let's say goodbye. All right. This good is to see you. Israel with Dylan Tanaka, David Sobel, and Nancy Phillips signing off for another great session. Look forward to hearing real estate realities, right? Yes, sir. Have All right. a great weekend. Thanks.